0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime.
1: Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. To so working in front of the net, he'll walk up your blades, tighten your scales. The latest
0: news on your team. All right, two bits of business for you.
1: Well, one bit of conjecture, but first a bit of business. The hottest guest in the game. To be a general manager in this league, every now and then you got to do something outside of the box. get anywhere else. Connor McDavid is not going to be denied. At some point, he's just going to pick this team up and put it on his back. Well, the Edmonton Oilers just went full Harlem Globetrotters on that. This game's a barn murder! Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl. I'm oilers This is Ryan nugent Hopkins. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on your home for Oilers Hockey. 6.30 chance
0: It is indeed as Bob and the Oilers navigate to Chicago. I'm convinced they did that a little earlier in the day because who would want to be traveling during the national championship game, which perhaps you have on in the background right now. Washington Huskies down a score to Michigan in the first quarter. Spoilers now, brought to you as always by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Lots of texts. We can get to a quick injury report for our friends at uh, James H. Brown. Uh, James H. Brown Injury Lawyers When accidents happen go to jameshbrown.com uh, sam gagne is with the team he's healthy enough to be playing was out of the lineup with the uh, concussion and is really just a victim of the fact that the team is playing too well for them to shuffle the lines at this point so until further notice i assume that we will see the same oilers lineup Now, I don't know how long this law of averages is going to hold up for, as uh, Craig McTavish alluded to in the previous segment, that second line. How long is Warren Fogle? going to be producing at that same clip and at that time do we see say dylan holloway inserted into the lineup he's been activated from long-term injured reserve if you were out of country last week let's say he is active he went down to Bakersfield. they wanted to play this weekend and then a water main broke at the rink where the san diego gulls play so nobody played hockey in san diego this weekend Interestingly enough, uh, some guests of the show do receive gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite place to celebrate your special occasion. Uh, try a Wagyu steak today. I highly recommend Japanese Village, my favorite spot in town, without a doubt. Now, daily Faceoffs. Uh, Frank Saravalli has uh, some explaining to do here on the news out of Philadelphia. Frank's appearance is brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Experience standard bred racing every Friday in January with a new 7.30 p.m. post-time out at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Full schedule is available at thehorses.com. So, Frank, uh, did this strike you completely out of the blue like it did me? Obviously, you're a lot more plugged into things in that neck of the woods. Flyers sending Cutter Gauthier to Anaheim in exchange for Drysdale and a second round pick in 25.
1: Yeah, this is a tough one. And I think the Flyers are certainly reeling a bit, a deal that kind of came together here in the last couple days that, the Flyers felt like they had no other choice but to move on from Cutter Gauthier and just for some perspective, because I had gotten a few tweets from some casual hockey fans are like Cutter who he's the fifth overall pick, uh, in the 2022 draft. And not only that, but some would say a top five prospect in today's hockey world that for my money probably should have been the MVP of the um, world junior championship that just concluded. And this trade is, is fascinating from uh, both teams perspective. I mean, you you certainly understand why the ducks would want to get their hands on cutter Gauthier. They give up Jamie Drysdale and a second round pick. And there's a lot of flyers fans who are sitting here just absolutely enraged tonight saying, wait, he didn't want to be here. And the other part of it is that's all we got.
0: It's fascinating to me because it wasn't that long ago where I can recall Bob talking on this show about Gautier being the lone untouchable in Philadelphia's franchise. So he was somebody that they had determined was a centerpiece. And then he himself determines that he wants to be that in a different franchise. If you had to project where the disconnect is here, I don't even know if I want to put you on the spot like that. But that's an awfully sharp right turn for things to take in, in short order for a guy who I thought they were trying to build around.
1: Oh, they most certainly were. They love this kid. They wanted him to be the future centerpiece to play alongside matvey Vamishkov. The problem is there's some kind of disconnect. I I don't, no one knows exactly what it is. And I think the toughest part that the flyers are wrangling with is they don't even really know what it is. He, you know, the first hint that there was an issue here was when he didn't show up for their rookie camp. And that was kind of a red flag. And some people had played it off as well. You know, Cutter Gauthier had, he had played a lot of hockey in the summer and, you know, he just, he wasn't ready for rookie camp or didn't want to go or didn't find value in it. So I think a couple people had put some eyebrows up at that. And then at this world juniors, not only did Danny Briere their GM fly to Sweden to watch, but they also brought along president of hockey ops, Keith Jones. And I'm told the flyers really struggled to, they, they couldn't get a meeting with Gauthier. He wouldn't, he declined to even meet with them. Wow. And so they get to this point where they're like, "No one's really told us what the issue is here. All we know is this kid has shown no interest in us and doesn't want to be here. We're moving on." And I think it's it's fair to ask why now? Why not auction off his services? How many other teams did the Philadelphia Flyers talk to about? Cutter Gauthier, did they specifically focus on the Western Conference as to, you know, for a player they believe is pretty talented to not have him play in the East? I There's so many questions still left to answer, you know, now an hour into digesting this trade, but that, there's some background for you. The Flyers never really got an answer as to why he didn't want to come.
0: Just the latest of a long series of missed first-round draft picks for that franchise, uh, you know. And I don't want to say he's a miss because obviously the talent is there, and every team in the league acknowledges that. But you have to want to play, and, and until the Flyers become an organization again that people want to show up and sell out for, uh, I, don't, I don't know that you can project this thing's going to happen in the long term. Let me ask you this: in in Jamie Drysdale they're not getting any slouch of a prospect back this is a potential power play quarterback I thought this was somebody that you know but for the presence of Olin Zellweger and uh, Pavel Mintyukov however you pronounce that one um, Anaheim has a very deep and and a long history of developing defense prospects so some wiggle room there for them to to move one out and bring in a big piece up front
1: yeah, I would say, look, um, this is probably the way that the Ducks pitch the Flyers is, hey, Jamie Drysdale was a number six overall pick. So one back of where Cutter Gauthier was picked and he's only two years older. So a right shot defenseman that we've already proven is NHL caliber and two seasons ago before he missed the majority of last year with an injury. Um, this is a guy that, was certainly on the upswing in the NHL. But I think here's the difference is cutter. Go is on track to be a dominant player in the NHL. Jamie Drysdale as, as solid of a player as he is, is, is not going to be a dominant player in the NHL more likely than not. And that part is the tough part that flyers fans are going to have to wrestle with.
0: Now, Drysdale, uh, a former Erie Otter, but did he ever cross paths with Knobloch or was uh, Knobloch gone by that point? I No,
1: Chris Knobloch was
0: already in Hartford by then. Yeah, Okay. there you go. So uh, that was the big news of this afternoon. But Frank, the worst kept secret in hockey, as we chat with Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff, prior to that was William Nylander's contract extension. Eleven and a half million dollars a year. Eight years, starts next season, and that all adds up to $92 million with a full no-movement clause. What's your reaction to adding yet another lump-sum contract to that Toronto cap list?
1: It's a lot, and there's two schools of thinking about this deal. One is the side that would say in a somewhat watered-down league, anytime you get your hands on a star player, you keep him. And there's some that would be on the other side of the coin that would say, for a team that will next season have four players with among the 12 highest salary cap hits in the league, that that's no way to balance out a roster. Um, I do understand it from Toronto's perspective that you have a magical season for William Nylander you know, has vaulted himself into the top five or six in scoring has been that team's most valuable player this season. I can understand why when facing a proposition of, we don't want to lose this guy for nothing. And our alternative is to pay up that they're in an uncomfortable position. Um, I kind of come out on this and say, this is a lot to pay for the player. And it's, There's been kind of this arms race, whether anyone wants to publicly acknowledge it or not, in that Toronto locker room where you've got some really high-paid players that from the outside, it seems like they're kind of just trying to one-up each other in terms of who's making what. I don't know that that's necessarily the best recipe for success. And I would say that um, on the whole, the Toronto Maple Leafs today, they paid... A premium they paid a real high market value price a, you know fifth the fifth highest cap hit in the league next season for a player that I think is is right now at the absolute top of his ceiling like there will never be any surplus value on the Nylander contract no matter what the salary cap rises to and that part is probably a little bit difficult to sit back and stomach if you're a Leaf fan but On the other hand, you're keeping another star player in your fold for eight more years, and he's the only one to sign for the full eight years, aside from Tavares, who was a free agent signing a few years back, and that was seven, but this is a serious commitment on his part to want to stay in Toronto, so it's probably some really mixed feelings today on, on a number of different fronts do you
0: think or let me phrase it this way how close were they to getting this done at a lot less of an AAV if they were negotiating in the summertime I'm sure prior to his 54 points and 37 games to start this season that it would have cost them a little less money
1: yeah and that's the thing I think they probably tried to get that done in the summer and a smart bet on Nylander's part because he probably made himself what an extra twelve million dollars at least mm-hmm. with the start of this season. So an extra twelve million bucks for the first half of the year, uh, pretty good bet on his part. And and look, he deserves a lot of credit for that. It'd be it'd be easy to just step up and take the security. No one knows what's around the corner. What if you get hurt? What if you don't? You can't handle the pressure of playing in the league's biggest market and with a contract year hanging over your head So he, he took it on himself To do that And he's really handsomely rewarded for it Frank Saravalli on the line
0: for the horses and horse racing Alberta and we haven't talked about the oilers at all in the first what, 10 or 15 minutes here um, and it's not raining here so to say there's it's been pretty nice weather metaphorically speaking in
1: well no it would be snowing this time of year I know it's
0: been horrendous but actually it's it's really cold right now we had a couple of months of unseasonably warm temperature that actually kind of linked up with how hot the oil had been playing in uh, in the recent stretch
1: we what? actually got our first snow here this weekend by the way really it was the first snow we had in 630 days
0: <laughs> it's, it's a crazy. little a little different in philly eh?
1: <laughs> well we, we we normally would get a few big snowstorms mm-hmm. a year and we went almost two full calendar years without one inch of snow that's incredible
0: well, uh, I don't know that we could ever hope for that here, but this has been as barren or lame of a winter that I can recall. That said, it's about minus 15 Celsius with the wind chill right now and my car is plugged into the building. So
1: Oh. Oilers well, I, I'll are, be there uh, I'm coming up to Edmonton next week and playing in a pond hockey tournament so I'm sure I'll get the full the full uh, experience outside.
0: That's awesome you guys all have a blast out there. Is that in town or are you heading out to Jasper for that?
1: Heading out to Jasper. Yeah, right? yeah, that's That'll
0: what I great. thought. Okay right on um, Oilers wise seven wins in a row they're looking for eight and I'm looking at this thinking at some point the law of averages is going to catch up with how much success they've had recently and in the same vein they've got a run of teams coming up here where you really just have to worry about taking care of business, playing your own brand of hockey, and in theory, the results should be there. So they're controlling much of their own destiny right now, and they're in a position where they've actually willed themselves into a wildcard spot with some games in hand. Uh, I think it it lends itself to a good road trip coming up, Frank. But, you know, I I worry about whether uh, this is one of those things, not necessarily against Chicago, but uh, does Detroit catch them on an off night or do we see a repeat in Montreal like they had last year? How do you foresee the next several games for Edmonton?
1: Well, don't sleep on the Blackhawks, even with their AHL lineup. Just ask the Calgary (laughs) Flames how that worked out the other day. Uh, so good reminder there that you can't take any nights yeah. off in the NHL, even against a super depleted Connor Bedardless Blackhawks. But um, I, I would say this sets up perfectly. The wings have been reeling. The Blackhawks have five players left uh, among their forward group from their 13 that were there on opening night. They've been ravaged. And the Montreal Canadiens have a half AHL lineup as well the the Edmonton Oilers can enjoy the the spoils now of getting through an absolute meat grinder of a schedule. They've played mostly their toughest games so far and the reward on that, the back end of it is is a much easier schedule. It's only easy if you're able to take advantage of it, but you know, you saw the way that this started against um the Ottawa Senators over the weekend uh, at home, and it kind of continues on here. There's a couple tests every now and again, but kind of look at the schedule to close out this year. Yeah, this month, excuse me. You've got the Leafs uh, next week at home. You've got a a Battle of Alberta, which is never easy uh, on the 20th on a Saturday night, but you've got the Blue Jackets sprinkled in, the Blackhawks again, the Nashville Predators. Like, I could foresee the Oilers getting through the rest of this month with maybe one or two losses. And not only do you bank the points, but you really have the ability to potentially get back in the mix and challenge for some home ice, which, you know, I- I'm not surprised that this Oilers team has been on a run. I-, I mentioned while they were in an absolute rut in October and the early part of November that this is a team that could easily win 10 games in a row and get back in the mix. They've been flirting with that number a couple times now. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see them get there.
0: Frank, always appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And we'll, uh, we'll chat again later in the week. Yep. Sounds good. Talk to you on Friday. All right. Frank Saravalli on the line for daily face off from daily Faceoff off uh, for the horses. Horse Racing Alberta. We'll remind you with uh, close to 35 years in business, Brent Ridge Fort has a lot of long-term loyal customers. And if you currently own an F-150, you can get up to $16,000 off of a new F-150 this new year. How does that sound? If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of vehicle ownership and get award-winning service, call our friends at Brent Ridge Fort ford 780-352-6048 you can ask for rich johnny or uncle milton sales or kevin margie and mike in service and remember cars cost less in wetasgowan it's brendan escott here we're back
1: another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help
0: reading some of the texts here at 780-496-0063. There's a lot of uh, good ones here. Some funny ones. DS Bar texting us when uh, when Craig was saying Stuart Skinner's uh, whole family, nine kids, nine, uh, nine, I guess, siblings. And the 10th one, they were going to name Stop. D.S. Barr says it turns out Stewart is actually the stopper on more than one front. Guess he must be the youngest. <laughs> uh, got a good text from Les here, Dave. Uh, Dave Z from A Town might be Athabasca if I had to guess. He says that uh, this whole trade between the Flyers and the Ducks screams, "I don't want to play for Torts." Not, I don't want to play for the uh, the Flyers. There you go. 780-496-0063. Actually, I'm going to throw that text right into the text of the week draw where winners receive three months of washes at Bob's favorite car wash, Great White Car Wash, one zero 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 four 169th Street. Stay tuned for the weekly winner each and every Friday. Oilers beginning this road trip 6.30 tomorrow night, about 24 hours from now. In the meantime, we will connect with Luke Pierce. He's the head coach of the Edmonton Oil Kings, who had probably their toughest road trip of the season to start the new year right through the BC division, down into the US, and then back. Actually came out with a handful of wins. We're going to find out just how well it went for them. On the other side of a global news Weather traffic update with Zach Ferguson.